0: Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Wind. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday so far. We're in the book of Philippians chapter one today. Philippians is, I always call it my antidepressant because it's just a book about joy and encouragement. Four chapters, I know I've told the church this a dozen times, Mary Ellis, but find any of my Bibles, the book of Philippians, those four chapters is always worn out, you know, because I read when you read this book. But what's going on here, and the reason why I'm doing this, um, we're doing this Noah's window today, is uh, Mary Alice is getting ready to do book by book Wednesday evening Mm -hmm. uh, at at 6.30, Mm -hmm. and the book this week is Philippians. So Mary Alice knows how much I love this book, so she was asking me, she said, can you just kinda help me with some of the background stuff for Philippians, and so I got interested and did some reading the other day on it to just give you my insights. What we do know about the book of Philippians, and this is ironic because Paul is talking about being happy in the Lord and being joyful, is that Paul's in jail. Mm. And Bible scholars are trying to figure out which imprisonment, which, yeah, which, imprisonment, <laughs> which, yeah. Because it could have been Caesarea, it could have been Ephesus, but most likely it was Rome. And if it was Rome, and, and I do believe it is, uh, it'll be the last imprisonment that Paul has. You know, he, he will be executed here. And what's happened is uh, the, the, whenever Paul would preach, the people that were part of the system he came from, which was the Jewish elite system, they hated Paul because he had turned from being on their side to accepting Christ and they definitely want to kill him. And so they followed him around everywhere. And ultimately they create a riot that causes Paul to get arrested. But Paul appeals Mm -hmm. to Caesar because he has Roman citizenship. That's how he wound up in Rome. Mm -hmm. And uh, under Nero, uh, probably around AD 66, he'll be executed. So I want to give you that because it's going to make sense in just a few moments why I use this particular scripture. So Paul is opening up in in Philippians chapter one, uh, the book, he's saluting the people at Philippi, kind of telling them what the book is about. Um, And so I'm going to pick it up um, in the last part of verse 20. He said, I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. Now we're going to watch that, that, be now the the subject here paul's like if i live if i die i want to bring glory to god for to me and you know you you love this verse mm-hmm. i did a sermon on this when i was mm-hmm. in my mid-20s that you still love for to me living means living for christ and dying is even better i memorized this in the King james to for to, to me christ. to live is christ and, and to, to die christ. is gain yeah
1: and, and you would say if you in order for it to be gained, you have to have those words if you take. How did it go if you take?
0: Well, it, okay. Because I, I always saw it kind of like an algebraic equation right. because for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. So I said a lot of people want to put something else in there. I said everybody's got a statement. For to me to live is blank.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, money, uh prestige, sports, whatever. But I said, if you take Christ out of that first part, you have to take gain out of the second part. And all you have left is for For to me to to live live is is to to die. die. Yes,
1: That's
0: so powerful. Oh gosh. I haven't preached that sermon in years. I'm not even sure I know where I could lay my hands on that. It was probably before I started using the computer. (laughs) Um, For to me to live is Christ and dying is even better. Verse 21. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. Verse 23, I'm torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better. But for your sakes, it's better that I continue to live. Now, when I was studying this out for Mary Alice I, I and reading the history of it, uh, what Paul was saying to them is, I don't know what's going to happen to my case. Mm-hmm. I could be acquitted. I could be executed. So he's like, I'm looking at two possible futures. I don't know which one would be better. Well, ultimately, we know the history, he will be, he'll be beheaded, he'll, he'll be killed, and he won't be able to come back and visit the Philippians like he's hoping he can do right here. But I just love how Paul is looking at life and death in such a, through the, through the lens of how would, how would God be glorified better?
1: Well, and he said it would be better for him to, yeah. to, to depart. Yeah. You know, so you know, we were we were talking about this. We were talking about, and, and I, I think I'll put the title on this video: "Departures," because we we're talking yeah. about departures. So Paul's getting ready to depart.
0: Yeah. Well, he uses that term, and right. in fact, when he he obviously can see death coming when he's writing Second Timothy, because he sort of knows. Direction, this court. I mean, I'm sure he saw Nero was on the throne. I think he I think he realized the time of my departure. Yeah, and, and so he would write Timothy and say the time of my departure is at hand. And what you and I were talking about a few hours ago was that Paul was a, a frequent traveler. You know, I mean, he didn't he, he, didn't, had, go on the he didn't have airplanes, but they had, <laughs> he had ships. The ships. And so, yeah. you know, I don't know what their you know what their uh, frequent flyer status <laughs> was, frequent <laughs> sailor status, but he was accustomed to times of departure. Mm-hmm. And there would have been no sense of being of being down there at the docks three days before the time of departure. So three days before it would be bad. If i minutes been asleep, would be really bad. Mm-hmm. So you know he was accustomed to looking at the signs, you know, on the, you know, where the where the ship sailed, looking for the time of his departure. That's how he saw. That's how he saw death. I mean, he basically said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna catch a ship." You know, "I'm gonna catch a flight." He didn't see it as the end of him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Reynolds?
1: Oh, I love it. I, you know, They just sense me off thinking about so many things because maybe it's a stage of life we're at. And, and I pray that God gives us many more years to continue to be here and serve him and, uh, and hopefully be a blessing to others. But at the same time, I'm looking more and more forward to our time of departure to be with the Lord in heaven. But the, you know, the other thing I was thinking about, we were talking about this earlier. It's so intriguing to me because departures go more than one way, you know? Oh, and so uh, Paul was getting ready to depart to go to heaven. But I was thinking about, and maybe it's because it's a Christmas season, I was thinking about before Jesus came to earth, mm-hmm. while he was still in heaven, what that might have looked like, what that might have felt like at the time of his departure was that Him to come down here. Mm-hmm. And how thrilling I mean, to think about that, because he's setting aside all the glory of heaven to come and be born as a baby. And that was a departure from heaven to be here. Yeah,
0: well, He's about to do it again.
1: Yes, he's he's about to depart. Oh, I get real excited about that. You ready for
0: that? Departure. You know, again, Alice and I were discussing this just in some just in some. Uh, well, I guess we were just having a little lunch and we we were talking about this and and that story of Paul saying he's getting ready to leave made me think about the Transfiguration mm-hmm. because when Jesus was on the earth, he takes Peter James and John up onto the mountain and then Moses and Elijah appear, and if when you read. What that was about Moses and Elijah were talking with Jesus and the subject of their conversation was when Jesus was going to come home. Mm-hmm. And so you know you just sort of oh, see them standing yeah. there. Here's three three men standing there Moses, Elijah, and Jesus from and, and again they they knew Jesus. They they'd been in heaven.
1: They'd been with Jesus yeah, for, for a long morning. time. <laughs> yeah. And so
0: they were well aware of what Jesus was doing. He was mm-hmm. here on a mission. Mm-hmm. And so you can just sort of see Moses and Elijah talking to Jesus. And one of them saying, uh, well, Lord, uh, when you come in, when you, when you come when, in, when, home. yeah, just <laughs> when, when you plan to, when you when you plan to be, be back. And, and again, just think about the, mm. the powerful mm. and almost, and I'm trying to stay away from the word ordinary, but I'm just saying it's ordinary to heaven. The ordinary way in which the people in the Bible who understand what death is like for a God follower, how they don't talk about it like the, the dark, the, end. the dark yeah. end. They're talking about it as the departure to be yes. with the Lord. I
1: love that. isn't that I great? Love that. So there's a departure board somewhere, uh, multiple ones. So there's the one that's our departure, whether we're going to be raptured or resurrected someday, uh, caught up to be with the Lord that way. Or if you think about, there's another departure um, yeah. sign up in heaven of Jesus coming back. And that time is recorded, and I get real excited thinking about that.
0: Yeah, well, the Father knows the hour, yes. and He knows the moment when that's going to happen. And but the as someone has said, we don't know the day or the hour. That's what Jesus said. No one knows the day or the hour when when Jesus comes. But the signs mm-hmm. let us know the season. The season. The season. So mm-hmm. we know we're in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been in the season. Well, really, ever since nineteen forty-eight, you yes. know, since Israel became a nation again, so and everything just keeps yeah. lining up. So, you know, I I I fly all the time, as you know, and mm-hmm. and you know what it's like I get off those planes and get off my plane in Atlanta, and I'll, you know, I'll look up at the screen to see when my next flight is next and one. which gate I need to be connection. in. Yeah, yes.
1: well, there's so much excitement to that. I, you know, one of the things I love about trips is just the anticipation, and that's where we are right now. We're in the season of anticipation. Just like they were in heaven and on earth before Jesus came the first time, we're in a season of anticipation of Jesus coming back the second time.
0: I think, as a pastor and a preacher, I mean, I've—I don't think—I don't even know how many Christmas series I've done now, thirty-five at least. You know, yes. mm-hmm. but for me, I always keep in my hip pocket that the Christmas season isn't just about the first coming we're way closer to the second. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've even done Christmas series on prophecy before That's right. That's right. Uh, hereafter was, mm-hmm. oh, which yes. Yes. that's a whole nother story within itself. Because, because that was in
1: 2010. That was in 2010 yes. when
0: I, when I just kind of like crashed and hit a wall with exhaustion and ADD and everything just kind of conspired. But the last
1: me. message you preached before you went down was huge.
0: I, I, I have had, I've got friends at New Spring who think that, uh, the uh, praise of heaven was maybe the greatest sermon God ever gave me to preach. I was in a dark place when I preached it, but uh,
1: I'll try to link that below. Oh I, goodness! If I can find it, I think it,
0: like, it was years before I'd even watch that series. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, the worship of heaven—I'm sorry—the worship of heaven, really from Revelation chapter five. But it was a Christmas series, but I wanted to talk about the second coming of our Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, it's so exciting! And if you're like me, you're full of anticipation for what's coming soon. And we'll pray that that will just uh, lighten your step as mm-hmm. you're going through this this Christmas season where there's a whole lot of stress, a whole lot of responsibilities, a whole lot of details, a whole lot of places to be. Um, you know, just remember the bigger picture and, and uh, about departures and what's coming out. Yeah.
0: yeah, and if you're just looking for something to cheer you up today, you might just want to read some of the book of Philippians. And, and if, if it's like, well, I don't know if I have time to read all four chapters, then just read chapter four or chapter two, but especially mm-hmm. chapter four because it's just filled with so many great things. And one more thing, I don't know what your Wednesday night is like this week. Uh, A lot of you do come to book by book, uh, but if you haven't come to book by book yet, it's a wonderful time to get started because Mm -hmm. if you come this Wednesday at 6.30, Mary Alice is going to be talking about the book of Philippians. So it's going to be great. So hope to see
1: you there. Well, God bless you today. But before we close, Mark, would you leave us in the word there?
0: Father, help us to remember that uh, we belong to you, whether we live or die, and we never die according to what Jesus said in John 11. So we recognize that we're not gonna end, we're gonna depart, we're gonna leave. And uh, Father, I pray that you help us to look at life that way, whether we have one day left or we have 50 years left here. Help us to look at life through the lens of travelers, uh, someone who's traveling, not someone whose home is here. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his second coming. We look for that. I pray your blessings this week on our lives, and I pray for safety and health and blessings upon our New Spring family and our Noah's Window family. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Well, thank you for joining us here on Noah's Window today, and we'll look forward to seeing you back again tomorrow.
0: We'll see you Tuesday.
1: God bless. See you soon.